Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Joel Venko, Chief Information and Digital Officer at Hartford Healthcare. I'm Kate Gamble, Managing Editor and Director of Social Media. In this segment, Venko talks about the foundation his team is building and the partnerships they're forming to be able to drive transformation, the three components he believes are critical in developing a solid IT strategy, what he believes are the most important aspects of the Chief Information and Digital Officer role, and the enormous challenge leaders face with prioritizing tasks. Okay, so last time I talked to you, you were with Baystate. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about Hartford HealthCare? Yeah, so Hartford uh, HealthCare is, uh, is an eight-hospital health system. We've got roughly 400 sites across Connecticut. So I've grown rapidly over the last decade, really. And what's remarkable about Hartford HealthCare is that it's grown, you know, with, with, with really deliberate focus on, on being within 10 miles of every resident in Connecticut. So it's a really great strategy, I, I think. And, and what uh, ultimately has happened is, is that it's proliferated in that manner through not just putting, putting up primary care sites or acquiring primary care sites and other medical practices, but also joint ventures. You know, we've got a joint venture with GoHealth. We've got a joint venture now with Amazon One Medical. And there's just really a, a focus on ambulatory-based care, care at home, or, or keeping folks local, and also really sort of having an eye and keeping an eye on value-based care, which, you know, when I was at Bay State in, in Massachusetts specifically, we've, we've sort of been in on that journey for quite some time. And uh, in Connecticut really is just going on that journey uh, in many ways, uh, you know, really coming off of a hot fee-for-service market. Uh, but, but really now it's like, okay, we really have to focus on value-based care, taking risk, and really moving care towards the, the ambulatory setting uh, more than just the inpatient setting. So it's really a terrific journey. And then I think like, like everybody else in their, in their current journeys, there's a huge focus now on uh, on really going um, big with digital, and, and 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 you know figuring out how to to really transform your organization, one's organization, towards providing care and engagement and access in that manner. So it's uh, that's primarily why I'm here actually, and um, and I'm excited uh, to to really have this this journey with with Hartford Healthcare in Connecticut in that regard. Yeah, and when did you actually start with Hartford? So I started mid-March of last year. So it's been um, a little over a year now. So uh, it, it's been quite a year, I, I got to say. I was like, <laughs> yeah. It seems like, it. like, wow, it's like all of a sudden, like, I can't believe a, a year's already passed, but uh, it's it's been quite a journey so far. Um, yeah. So I want to talk about some of those strategic partnerships because uh, you guys have a lot going on. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what's the best place to start. But um, yeah, I just want to talk about some of your focus there with uh, you know digital and uh, other areas. So obviously, when I started, you know, it was sort of what's what's kind of in, in the quiver of Hartford Healthcare. What's you know what do we what do we have, and then of course what do we need to achieve whatever you know, the vision or strategy may be. Of course, coming into it, I knew what the vision and strategy was, at least for the, the, the enterprise. And so our vision at Hartford Healthcare is to be the most trusted and personalized coordinated care. 
And, you know, what was really uh, pretty cool about, I'd say the history of, of Hartford Healthcare getting to this point is, is that they really focused on a one sort of record system, a one EHR system, you know, single registration, single um, scheduling, single electronic health record, single ERP. So there's, there was deliberate focus on making sure we, we've got kind of a unified platform. And I'd say the, uh, the prior administration did a, a great job at, at achieving that. Um, HHC or Hartford Healthcare ITS you know, 2.0 is really not so much about implementing the EHR any longer. It's really about trying to realize that vision of personalization and coordination of our enterprise. And so personalization to me translated into, well, we got to know uh, who we're serving and to know who we're serving or, or to know the um the person that um, you know that we're we're uh, providing a service to, we have to have data about them, and, and and so we have to figure out how to harness the data. You know, create data liquidity is what I like to to say. Yeah. To coordinate our our services, we have to obviously have a great set of standard processes, but also we can leverage technology, digital specifically, to really begin to um, in a more intelligent way bring together for a patient, you know, or a family member or a consumer assets that could provide them with what they're looking for, whether it's access or education or, or, or what have you. And so with that in mind, I, I sort of asked the question over the past year, you know, well, what's, what do we have and, and what's sort of missing, right? Um, what's that sort of white space that, you know, the strategy that ITS has to put forth, you know, can really fulfill. And so I did a lot of, of rounding, going to the Gemba, as we like to call it here, because we're a, a really big lean shop, and really try to understand the culture of the organization, the environment, uh, the needs, uh, you know, our capacity and capability for change. And then, you know, from there, figure out kind of what is it that we uh, need to, to bring forward. Uh, and of course, to your point earlier, uh, you know, sort of your question about partnerships, you can't do it alone. You have to start to identify collaborators, partners who want to innovate and do so that is really beneficial to both, right? To us and to, and to them. And so in finding those areas, that white space, we then started to, you know, I then started to really sort of identify, well, who are the partners that, you know, that we should connect with and go after to help us with this work. And, and I, it's not just me alone, obviously. I mean, I, you know, I inherited a great team, but also partners around IT, you know, folks in the informatics space, in the clinical business space, the administrative space. And so there's already this, this notion of innovation and partnership that Hartford Healthcare had begun to foster well before I got here, which was really, you know, an exciting, um, part of, uh, you know, you know, sort of my introduction to, to, to HHC. And, yeah, and, big draw for you, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, you know, the having the infrastructure to bring on partners and innovators is really a, a critical part of process or of this, you know, just being able to do new things anyway. So, so all that said, I think really the first, the first thing was to identify, like I said, the, the problems to solve, you know, how do we get there? And then, you know, when you figure out what the capability is that you need, then the structure comes with that form follows function type of thing. And uh, that form and function also creates uh, the, the space to identify partners. So if I could, I just give you sort of a sense of the structure that I created. Yeah. Uh, you know, for my IT shop, because I would say to all that what got us to where we are 
in IT today is not going to get us to where we need to go, right? right. It, not to say anything badly about the IT shops that got us to here to implementing the EHR and the ERP system, but it's a very different structure that you need to do what we're going to do now, right? Um, yeah. To focus on data, to focus on transformation and digital. And so as I started to really generate uh, what I would consider our, our ITS strategy, you know, the three things that I needed to make sure our IT shop could do, uh, number one, we need to be able to focus on the foundation, right? Things like being brilliant with the basics is really critical. Making sure we've got, you know, the the, the fundamentals for operating uh, a modern IT shop, but also making sure that we keep the lights on for this organization, right? The second is is to be able to focus on optimization and, and, and therefore optimizing the systems that we have already, optimizing the process with the systems that we have, evolving our current applications into products and to make sure that those products can support you know, new capabilities that our health system is requiring to have for, for sort of the next wave of, of service delivery. So like care at home, for example, or, or home health. You know, those are, you know, in many ways, new type, types of products that we need to be able to uh, provide to our clinicians and our, and our patients. And, and that sector is still pretty immature in many ways. And so how do we evolve or optimize the current systems that we have today to be able to support that service? Um, and then the third thing that I would say my IT shop needed to be able to do is really lead transformation. And so we are uh, in many ways seen as facilitators and the igniters of, you know, transformation and innovation and um, and support it too. We have to support it, obviously. So um, it's really important for us to think about what's on the horizon and to be able to put together plans and vision um, and strategy to achieve that transformation. So, you know, as an IT shop, it's not just about keeping the lights on. It's really foundation, optimization, and transformation. So you know, creating my structure, it made me really rethink about what are the teams that I need. And it turned out to be really four teams under my structure and, and four key leaders. So the first is it's a VP of IT operations and technology platforms. And so that's sort of what I call business of IT. And that team is, you know, everything from security to services to DevSecOps to tech services and infrastructure, cloud, which we're migrating to. So that's the first team. The second team is led by VP and it's uh, enterprise applications and products. And so it's all of the traditional applications, but with this notion of product management rather than just project management. Yeah. Then the third is data and digital platforms. And really the focus there is data liquidity, creating what I call Hartford Healthcare's data and digital platform or H2D2 for short. And really, it's not the traditional um, analytics or reporting team. It's really, in many ways, focused on delivering data as a product to the enterprise. And even more important now than ever, you know, with this whole wave of Gen AI, it's like, okay, so who are really the data experts to provide, you know, the data to those types of applications and ensure that we've got good guardrails for that and a good platform, you know, to be able to, to give data to partners and, and to ensure we're securing that data for, for that kind of use. But also analytics and advanced analytics that that will, will reside in that team. 
And then the final team and group is, is really digital transformation, which is where things like consumer platforms or patient platforms and technologies will reside, which is where our CRM resides, which is also where human-centered design would reside. And so it's really more outward facing, but also about transforming the way that we deliver care. And it starts in many ways with the digital platforms that we're going to need to create or digital capabilities we need to create. So those are the four areas. And that's really how we kind of come to uh, the partnerships that we're, we're, we're creating and also seeking from those who are uh, innovating in each of those spaces. That's a long-winded answer. Hopefully that gave you a little bit of sense of what, you know, at least the fundamentals are of what we're trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish here. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody wants to have strategic partnerships. That's so important, but you really need to have all of this in place. And I imagine that that was a big part of your focus for the first chunk of your time there. Totally. You know, it's, it really is essential for particularly the, the organization that you're supporting, the health system, in my case, that, that I'm supporting and providing a service to, to, to know that we're not just focusing on the shiny object. In fact, it's far from the truth. We're really focusing on making sure we do absolutely all we need to do for, for the foundation on top of which we're going to build these net new things or, or to build the transformation on top of. And so, you know, you don't want to go in there and say, hey, I'm going to build all of this generative AI capability and advanced analytics capability when the wows aren't being addressed appropriately, or, you know, you've got a data center problem or a cybersecurity problem. You know, we need to make sure that that's, that's solid first. And then, you know, once that's at the very least, it has a solid roadmap, you know, then, then you can start to really begin to focus on some of the other, the other areas. What's really, I think, kind of a blessing um, for, for us is that what was becoming clear was the partnerships that we, we really needed at the beginning were really partnerships that could address, at the very least, the, the first three tiers, if not all four tiers. And we don't believe, I don't believe certainly that one partner can do it all, though many partners think that they can. You know, to me, it's an ecosystem of partners that that's really, I think, needed and required to be able to to do the, the many things that I think we need to be doing as a health system. But you know, we we chose first and foremost a partner who could help us with um, going to the cloud, which is essential for all of the things that you need to to be doing to get to digital. If you can't, if you're not in the cloud, it becomes a very expensive proposition to transform digitally, right? I mean, imagine buying however many boxes you need to buy to, to actually get applications up and running. You can't spin it up in an agile fashion. It just becomes really difficult uh, if you don't have the ability to, to spin up capacity and compute or acquire services with a push of a button, if you will, or so to speak, you know, so cloud is really essential for us. And in our partnership with Google, it was really founded on that first fundamental capability, which is we need to, to lift and shift our 10, 10 data centers up to the cloud. So that's really the first piece of our journey is, is bringing that to fruition. And from there, it really becomes more of an application data and then, and then the digital phases where we start to, to really realize the use of that data through, um, through what we believe are, are the essential use cases towards transformation. So when you're talking about that many data centers, what's the strategy? Well, you know, with all things, it's like you want to try to figure out what's the value proposition. And in our case, you know, we were just about to um, embark on a, a set of refreshes 
a full refresh in, in some way for many of those data centers. And so it was really a, a ripe time for us to, to put together a strategy and a business plan to say, instead of buying a box in a data center or a, a multiple data centers, let's take that money and put it towards buying services in the cloud and then harvest savings. Because you know if you do it properly, you can rationalize applications you can certainly reduce uh, a lot of overhead and right size, you know, your use of capacity and compute. And, and so we modeled that and we found that we had the potential to save, you know, somewhere between 25 to 30% of what we thought we were going to spend over a 10 year period. And so we basically parlayed that into a, we're going to harvest savings and then we're going to invest that back into transforming the health system. So instead of asking for more money, which I think would be the, the easiest route, I wish I could have done that, but we all know healthcare systems are, are a very challenging moment in our existence, particularly with reimbursements, but you know, supply chain. Uh, and on top of that, you've got all of these economic challenges, right? Inflation, et cetera, and, and additional expenses. We don't have the opportunity or really the, the luxury of just spending discretionary amounts of money on, on this stuff. So we as IT leaders have to do a really diligent job at finding ways to reduce spend and, and really harvest sort of the, those dollars to invest into something that's accretive for the organization. So um, that really was the strategy was to, to reduce that expense and then those savings put back into IT in a different way. Uh, so that you can really begin to transform the organization through new technologies without asking for more money per se. Yeah. yeah. That's really telling about, you know, how how the role has changed, that so much of it is being able to have this, this value proposition and, you know, really selling the idea and, you know, just the way you're approaching it. It seems like it's really representative of the evolution of the role. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really the modern chief information digital officer. Um, that's really in the job now. It's really not bits and bytes only. I mean, you really have to understand the business. You have to be creative and, and not just creative fiscally, but creative in terms of creating solutions and, and understanding how do you sort of lift the car up and, and change the chassis put a new chassis and a new engine in there that optimizes the car. You know, it, it's a beautiful car. It can actually do a lot of great things, but you, you want to, um, you need to rather, uh, you know, sort of update the engine because everybody knows what the outside needs to look like and, and mm -hmm. what it should look like. It's, and it could still be beautiful, but there are so many other things that it needs to be doing. And, and some of those things are absolutely necessary for uh, for healthcare to, to survive. You know, we, we don't have the luxury of, of hiring more doctors and nurses. There's just not enough of them, right? Yeah. And so, in even thinking about that particular problem, it can't be solved by, by just putting it in EHR. I mean, you have to figure out how do you leverage data to be able to support a technology that can reduce the administrative burden of a clinician or even an administrative burden of a front desk person who doesn't necessarily now need to call a patient to, to let them know that they've got an appointment in a couple of weeks or ask them to fill out a form or, or even to scan a form. So all of those things, you know, how can you create more automation, more intelligent processing so that those folks can be doing other things that without that technology would have required another body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
as IT leaders, we really have to, to, to be creative in that regard. Um, and, and you have to know the business to be able to create something like that, right? So cloud was obviously, you know, the Google cloud is a really big foundational piece. And can you talk about some of the other uh, partnerships? Yeah, so, you know, we, we have, um, you know, from a, like a technology perspective, like I said, we, you know, we're, we're partnered um, very deeply with, with Google um, for, for both the, uh, the data and digital side of the house. Um, you know, I, I sort of touched on our partnerships um, already with, um, on the clinical end with, um, with One Medical, with Optum, I don't think I mentioned, but that's really on the risk side of, of, of the equation. And those, of course, have what I would call good challenges for, for interoperability and integration, right? Because they, they all have, we all have our, our separate technologies and capabilities, uh, analytics even, but um, we're very much focused on, on, on those kinds of, you know, clinical partnerships because we know that these are entities that are coming into the markets, right? And so yeah. uh, we need to make sure we, uh, we either can um, compete with them or, or we are cooperating with them. So there's some cooperation that has to happen there. <laughs> but we also partner uh, with academic institutions. Um, in our case, we've partnered with, with Quinnipiac on the medical, uh, medical education side. We, we also partner with MIT on uh, what I'll call innovation work. And, and research. And so there's um, some work that we're doing on, on AI uh, length of stay um, and, you know, and staff um, augmentation or, or sort of staffing predictions that they've been working with us on for the last couple of years, which is creating, you know, uh, products for us that we or solutions for us that we're using internally, but also creating net new products that that we could you know sell to to other organizations or or uh, license to other organizations rather. And so you know those are some of the the kinds of partnerships that we have. But we've also been, uh, as you probably know, we have an innovation sort of channel that seeks partners or or innovators that are outside of our organization, and they can submit into our website you know, the solution that they have. And, uh, and we, we look to see what problem they're trying to solve and see if we can match that to a problem that we actually, you know, have internally. And so we've had some of those um, really good, you know, partnerships that come through that uh, area. And ultimately we're creating an e or a platform rather to, to leverage our ecosystem at Hartford Healthcare uh, for these partners to, um, to innovate, uh, to, uh, to pilot, to even um, expand uh, on their current products to, to develop it further. And so, you know, you think of any health system, particularly I'd say our health system is really pretty unique in this regard is we've got all of these different capabilities mm -hmm. and, um, and we actually expose that to, uh, to these partners, expose it to them in such a way where they can speak to clinicians, they can, you know, observe uh, operations and um, and look to see if their solution applies to problems that we are looking and seeking to solve. And so, you know, some of those are um, are, are ways that we're partnering with startups specifically uh, in our organization. Yeah. So prioritization has to be a challenge. There are there are so many things that need to be addressed. So has is that something that that has become more of a problem or not, not as much? But kind of how, how do you uh, address that? Just deciding where to focus. Time. Yeah, well, you know, especially now with our our budget challenges, all everyone has got budget challenges. Prioritization or the mechanisms for prioritization are essential, right? You have to have 
good governance, starting with a good intake process and governance, and then a, a really good operating model to, to make sure you're, um, you're executing once you've made those choices. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, for us, for the last 10 years, as I mentioned, there was a lot of focus on growth. And so that strategy really dictated what choices we were, we were making, right? And, um, and so now our strategy is, is really, as I mentioned, about focusing on personalizing and coordinating care for, for patients. But on top of that, we've got a lot of challenges with regards to you know, operating margins and, and, and other fiscal challenges. And so with that all said, the, the prioritization kind of lens then becomes, how do we continue to improve our ability to provide access to our patients? And then also, how do we continue to, to grow and survive in this climate? without cutting. I mean, you, there, there's a saying, you know, you can't, you can't shrink, you can't shrink to grow or you, you can't cut for growth. Right. So we have to figure out how to, to, to optimize what we have now to ensure that we can support what we've, we've uh, laid the foundation for, but also continue to expand uh, and grow our business. And so prioritization is absolutely essential. It's tough because you have to also think about what you have to stop doing. Yeah. Um, and so if you have a good vision and strategy, which I believe we do at Hartford Healthcare, you can always point to that and say, you know, that's, that's our North Star, right? Our North Star now is really about access, if you were to boil it down, because that speaks to the vision of personalized coordinated care. And it also enable, will enable us, I think, to grow or sustain that growth because you're caring for patients, you're keeping them healthy. You're creating loyalty, you know, you're expanding reach. And so if we focused on access and everything that we decide is around access, I think then, you know, we can, we realize what it is that we should stop doing and, and what we should continue to focus on to ensure that even in these tough times that we're doing all the right things for the patient and for the organization. So uh, yeah. essential without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how you put that about that, that being the North Star, because it's, you know, it, it is just so central to to everything and need to be able to, you know, leverage all these tools to to improve it. Yeah, yeah well, you could be we could be doing a whole host of things. There's a lot of of directions to go. And so yeah. I think for us as an organization, it's so critical um, to, to have, you know, that North Star so that um, every one of our 38,000 employees, for example, knows when they're presented with with a decision of, well, what should you be doing this or that? Like, you know, it should be very clear, hopefully to, to them what choice to make. Cause they all, you know, we, we do have a culture of providing or giving folks autonomy and, and empowering them and make decisions um, in, in order to do that correctly. At the leadership level, you have to, you have to provide clarity, right? Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we might need to have like a part two because I have more questions for you. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, coming up on time. So okay. I want to let you go. But thank you so much. It's, it's great to talk to you again. And you guys are doing some really, really interesting things. Well, thanks, Kate. I appreciate uh, you. And it's always great to, to catch up with you and, and, uh, and chat about what we're doing over here, what I'm doing. So Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.